is actually going to eject a fan. Because bad things happen in Philadelphia. Bad things. The fan jumped into the penalty box area. Enjoy it is to come to Philadelphia and stand here and dodge ice ball. We, the Dallas Cowboys, had assassinated John Kennedy. Yeah, the sounds you hear are Tom eating a peach live on air. We will never be professional. I'm going to the country. I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. Uh, I get my peaches down in Georgia. Love that shit. Something badass, bitch. Is that a country song? No, it's a Justin Bieber song. I would know. It's catchy. I just, I don't know most of it. A judge, a peach. That's you, baby. They call me the New Jersey peach because I'm caked up. I right. don't think that anyone has ever called you that. Also, you're not from New Jersey. No, I'm not. Um, all right. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's peach time, right? Get your stone fruits in while you can. That's my... Yeah. I lo- I love stone fruit so much. Peaches, nectarines, cherries, I like, plums. I like a peach. I like a peach. Uh, like some cherries. I don't think I've had a plum in a minute, but I like nectarines too. Plums are slept on, man. Plums are plums are the shit. Yeah, I uh, I like I like a, a nice a nice peach. I I really like the sort of candied. I like peach rings. As oh. like a as like a like a sleeper uh, candy. That is a, that is a, a, a low key goaded candy. Yeah. What kind of puller you got there? I got the cranberry lime. Oh, not a cranberry guy. Sorry, don't oh. like the tartness. Oh, that I I love cranberry so much. I I one of these days I'll have to make my cranberry sauce for you. It I is bet it's so good. fucking good. Yeah, it's 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 got um what's what's the uh, con- it's got contra in it. Um, and I can I like I, your I, boozy cranberry sauce. I like oh that. yeah. And then I I up or down the the sugar content depending on the audience. So if it's like if I'm just making it for my wife and I, we'll we'll keep the sugar content pretty pretty low because right. we do like we both like tart, not super sweet. She likes like no almost no sweetness. I like a balance. Um, but if it's like you know for like my family whatever like that, I'll I'll make it normal. Um, but yeah, then then there's like star anise in there. There's cinnamon. There's all Ooh. this. Yeah, you got it's like mulling spice, but it's so fucking good. It's that sounds so, good, dude. Yeah. It's getting me amped for winter. I, I, um, I'm I amped know, I'm, for winter just because it's too fucking hot outside, dude. It is fucking hot. I, know, I am turning into a summer guy. Um, nah, I used exact, to, I'm backsliding. You're backsliding? Yeah. yeah. I, I used to not be a beach guy, but now I'm like, hey, you know what? Maybe maybe the salt life is for me. Uh, gonna get you gotta one of those put it stickers. on your truck, dude. Yeah. Salt life. Uh, Yeti in the back. and uh, Shitty plastic sunglasses. Oh yeah, oh, uh, yeah. one of those flat brim hats flicked backwards. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you can look like Florida Georgia line. Leather, leather skin. Yes. Just pure, just, just. You don't beyond you, you, Donald Trump skin. Yeah, yeah. Though, like the there's there's a certain type of like Florida, and, and, and you know that's funny. This Florida skin, or like now that we're the new the new thing for uh, like weird right wing health nuts. Which is, it's so funny to me that, that this is converged, like, what was granola, what was right wing, they used to be separate, and now they're, like, they've... None of the same, right. They've converged, it's, like, no sunglasses, no sunscreen, 
Yeah, um, just get skin cancer at forty five. Yeah, yeah, like look at look at this. I'm I'm iridescent. Yes, <laughs> and that's how pale I am. You can't see it, but I sure can. Yeah. Um, and this is this is like tan, like from the sh- from the beach. Like that's there's the same, freckles and stuff. That's the same shade, bud. Yeah. No, but that is me tan. Like that's me tan. Sure. Yeah. Like that's how bad it is. And I I get pretty tan for being Irish and Swedish. Yeah. Um, well, well, you know what they say about the the, the Irish? It's a Spanish Armada, right? Yeah, um, that's that's me. Secret yeah. Spaniard. I think I'm like one sixteenth Portuguese or something. Oh, okay. Um, what was that thing, Kitty? You're a fan of is that Salazar? That yeah, that's me. Salazar I guy? famous famous fan of Salazar. Salazar number one. Yeah. The big Salazar number one. Uh, phone finger I'm holding up right now. Yeah, but uh, going back to like, yeah, I wait, wait, what is why no sunglasses? I don't understand that one. Like. Like motherfucker, have you seen how they dress in the desert? Like before right. sunglasses, they have like little eye slits, like the or like the 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 Inuit, the all the people who live up like on the Arctic, where they also get that like like reflect reflection. They have those like like goggles Goggle with things, eye slits. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like motherfucker. These people would have killed for sunglasses. And you're, I, I don't know if you saw that video. It was like a man, man very very handsome, well muscled gentleman. Probably taking steroids based on the size of his delts. Um, As you do, but uh, you know, of course. Um, oh no, it's TRT, so it's safe. Um, oh, okay. And uh, uh, you know, just and you could just see like the red sunburn, like the Florida leather is starting already. Right. But yeah, we're here. We're grounded. No sunglasses. No, just the full UV spec. Because that's that's really yeah. You know what? Why don't we get rid of the ozone layer? And and or actually, what we'll do is we'll get you on a plane above above the the ozone layer, and you could just lay out like with a with a with a pane of glass so that way you don't die, right? Um, and you can get the full UV and see how fast you fucking get cancer because it's going to be very very alarmingly fast. quick. Like. Yeah, yeah, you know, we, we, like all right, okay, it's like we're going back to like, hey, uh, it's uh, it's orbit gum now with strontium, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The vitality of strontium gives your teeth a healthy glow until you get falsy jaw and it falls out. All right. Um, hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Ten Thousand Losses, the only Philadelphia sports podcast that exists. Eat my I'm ass, your, writes to Ricky Sanchez. I'm your yeah, writes to Ricky uh, Sanchez fans, known weaklings. I'm your host Tom Payne. My pronouns are he him. With respect to host, yay, Liam. Hi, I'm Liam Anderson. Hi. My pronouns are he, him. Um, what, I don't think we have any announcements today. Um, well, we have, I think next week we're going to have the BYM boys on. Yes. Uh, so that'll be good. Um, and we'll talk about uh, some college football, foosball. Because uh, it's getting close. Yeah. It is. The, the, close. the big to- to the media days right now. The big terrible machine revs up again. Yep. To sate me and my bloodlust. Yeah. You you can't go to sleep during the fall unless unless a nineteen year old gets CTE. That's right. That's me, baby. Uh two six seven three seven one seven two one eight. Call in and give us your name and pronouns. Tell us what you would do with the NCAA's penis. Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh I don't know who runs the NCAA, so uh, Jackasses. <laughs> yeah. 
Patreon.com says 10,000 losses where you'll get to listen to all of our old bonus episodes and any new and ones. And our new ones. All right. So um, as as we're speaking, is the score still what it is? Uh, is it still 4 nothing. Yeah, it's still 4 nothing. So we got a man on base and two outs. Um, you know, uh, many have asked the question, is the Phillies good? We don't know either. I don't know. I mean, the record wise, they're good. I think I think they're good. I think they went on the hot streak and they came down to earth a little bit, but yeah. I mean, they're fifty two and forty three right now. It's bottom of the bad. ninth. Oh, you said two out. outs. Two outs is one out. My bad. One out. Uh, I every I game. I'm bringing it up. Hang on. Yeah, every game against this. I haven't Luke watched. Link is ready. Good. Love when, when my <laughs> link is ready. ready. Yeah. Um. Okay, this stream's behind, but that's okay. You well, yeah, you can't. You have YouTube TV, dude. I know, but I I think someone just got kicked. I think someone is. No, I thought someone got kicked out. There's a person in a NBC Sports Philadelphia shirt yelling at a fan. <laughs> oh, but I don't know the context. YouTube TV. Yeah, but this is a YouTube TV stream. That's the that's the problem. Hmm. Welcome to 10,000 Losses, the sports podcast that pirates baseball live on the air. Despite paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. All right, got it. Harper's at bat. All right. Um, well, so this Milwaukee series, I think we play down the mediocre teams. And every single one of these games, the, the Brewers have scored before us. Right. And I think we were expecting them to come from behind. Every time, and well, hey, no, not not on Tuesday because uh, the Phillies had a leadoff. Oh, uh, the walk off? No, the leadoff. Uh, Schwarber had a leadoff home run. Yeah, but didn't the Brewers? Uh, all right, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay, um, it's just a le- it's just yeah, yesterday's game, today's game. But anyway, right. Uh, but but speaking of Bryce Harper, speaking of yesterday's game, did you see that at bat? Uh, no, Where, I didn't. Which one? Har- uh, Harper stood there and took every pitch. Great. And only loaded his stride on the last one. Like, he just stood there. That's great. Yeah. Um, and people were wondering what's going on. It turns out he had, like, 101 fever on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Uh, Excused. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rob Thompson was saying, I think he, he, he the guy had a weird arm angle, so he was, like, trying to figure out his arm angle. Then, you know, it was the first time he'd seen that pitcher. Mm-hmm. And lefty on lefty. I don't know. Even Kruk was confused. When Kruk gets confused, you know. Like not genuine confused, yeah. Not a good sign. Yeah, yeah. Oh. God, Alec Bohm is terrible. I like that he shakes his ass before he bats. Oh yeah, you gotta do that. You got you gotta hit your uh, cup in line. Yeah, Bohm's yeah. not, not terrible. No, uh, we're gonna lose this game, but that's okay. Uh, we're gonna go to Cleveland play the play. The, the Orioles Guardians. are good now. Your team near and dear to my heart. Yeah, the Orioles are good, and they're coming into town. Yes, uh, next week. So that's gonna be a fun series to watch. Uh, yeah, so put that put the that on are, your. Those are fun. Are the Phillies gonna play up to no, their opposition, <laughs> who are tied tied at the at time of recording, tied for number the number one in the Aleys? Right. Yeah. yeah, they're tied tied with the Rays. Um, uh, the the Orioles are a really 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 fun team to watch. Yeah. So um, that's gonna be fun. You um, think the mid two thousand mid two thousand ten Phils are bad? You've never watched your team lose one hundred and fifteen games. Yeah, the Orioles have been stinking it up, and they finally are doing well. And hopefully, they uh, they don't like like 
it would be very dumb to break this team up now for parts. Like, yeah. just let it just let it ride. You get all these young guys on team control for the next couple of years. Just, just do that. I, yeah, and it's a shame too because like the Angelos family. I think it was the dad who's game who's, over four nothing. Four nothing. That ah, sucks. Uh, was the complete game showed up by four birds? Yeah, I think so. Ooh. Um, Tough. Dancing on her own. Um, that played at the bar yesterday. Oh, did it? Yeah. Um, I was at I was at Drinkers last night. Drinkers. Yeah, remember Drinkers? Yeah, Nineteenth and Chestnut places a shithole. That sometimes shitholes are the best places to drink. Yeah. Uh, it was it a shithole in a bad way. It was. It was fun. Uh, yeah. Speaking of speaking of shitholes, uh, our 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 boy, uh, what's his first name? Painter. Oh, Andrew Painter. He's getting Tommy John surgery, so he's shut down. Yeah, yeah, and I, I and they were like, oh, they're signing his UCL's healing, and then now they're like, okay, now we want the surgery. I I don't want to be like reactive, like some of these idiots on Twitter are being like, oh, well, this is like malpractice, like surgery is usually the last option for a reason right you, know, you don't you don't want to rush surgery right away um and there's even like like now you'll hear about like high school dads like at like their sons are pitching and they'll be like can i just get him tommy john surgery now and they're like he's got a healthy ucl they're like yeah but people throw harder after it. it's like motherfucker he's gonna wear it out first like it's not a yeah. preemptive surgery like it's not how that works so i think a lot of people are very fucking stupid about how this works um, that yeah, I mean that sounds about right to me. And if you can recover it, if it can heal, and ligaments take a long time to heal. Yes, they do. Um, and I think we, I think we rush that back now, and I don't think yeah. people are like cognizant of how how much we sort of rush ligaments. Yeah, yeah, especially the it, ACL. That's the one that comes to mind. Yeah, I, I mean, if you are a lot of times, guys who are bodybuilding, in particular, because there's a lot of steroids. Um, but it can happen to powerlifting too, is you can grow your muscle, like your strength to the point where your ligaments haven't caught up yet. Right. And you can tear ligaments doing very simple exercises. Yes. If you're that geared up because you just didn't give your ligaments time to strengthen, they will strengthen. They will right. heal. They just take a while. Um, right. And, and I have, I, I have like patella ligament, you know, issues well it's more it's more the stuff on the back of the patella but that might be gotcha. ligament proper but yeah like ligaments are tricky and whatever uh but yeah so he's not pitching this year he's not pitching for a year so we'll see him when he's like 21 <laughs> yeah we'll uh, see we'll see yeah i'm sure he'll come back and pitch fine um he's mm-hmm. a talented young kid and um it'll be nasty and it's a shame that mick abel and griff mcgarry aren't pitching that well in the minors right yeah, we'll see what it is. Um, I want to. I do want to uh, talk to, to wrap up Philly stuff with with bad takes because there's been yes. a lot of bad takes, and we've it's, we've seen a lot of bad takes in because it's trade time, right? Um, mm-hmm. So some of the bad takes people are getting baited by, like Joe Giulio on their on a WIP. He's like, I'll trade, you know, Painter for. For Soto, he's his whole thing is like he wants to trade for Soto, sure. and so that's he. But that those guys are gadflies. But on the other hand, you have um, like they're just saying shit like that. He's saying shit like that. So you listen to this fucking thing. 
So you call him and want to call him an idiot, and then that gets you on the air. You know, it's it's drama. It's it's reality TV for for for, for guys for, who, for, for Delco dudes. Yeah, yeah. Now Ben Davis, who has been mentioned on this podcast before, um, I don't think we took him to task on his um, breathing the fresh air while while the uh, particulate matter was in like the five hundreds. In the do not go outside, it smells like a campfire, you might die if you breathe this kind of, like, uh, thing. Right. He, he thinks that's fake. I guess he thinks that's a government thing. Um, oh, of course. He's, and now, I don't know, I think he hasn't really started, like, he's revealing, like, his politics a bit, I think, and he's probably a conservative shithead. Like, uh, yeah, of course. More than your average baseball player. Right. And so on the so on the idea of soda, which we're not trading for soda. Soda's got a year and a half left of the Padres. If we're going to get him, they're going to get him when he's a free agent, right? But um, Ben Davis said, um, and he was on WIP. Um, I look at Juan Soto like Harden. I don't think that that act is going to fit in the Phillies clubhouse. There's a reason this team is as good as it is because they love each other. I don't get that vibe when I watch Juan Soto play. Um, Hey, what's the difference between Juan Soto and most of the guys on the Phillies? Hmm. What's the difference there? Is it could be that Juan Soto is not a white guy? I, I think it, yeah. Is he Hispanic? Um, I think that might be it, Tom. And and that Soto does his silly so- Soto shuffle, and somehow that's the only thing people know about him is this sh- is this shuffle that people think is disrespectful. Uh Despite the fact that he has a pristine reputation as a teammate from people who right. have played with he him. He does. He does. And that I know from people who they're um, in the tip of just slack, there's a, a woman, she uh, worked for the Na- works for Nationals and said when he was on the Nationals, he would make sure that like he had like Christmas presents and stuff for like the the minor like the people who loaded the team truck. Right. Like he was that kind of guy. And he and when he left for for San Diego, he went and made sure everyone got to say goodbye to him. Like he went and he said thank. Like he's that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But because he does his waggling his his hips and sticking his tongue out, you know, when he's at bat, he's a bad team player. Like what the fuck? That so it's like mean, enti- it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's 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 like oh, so this guy's got some sort of like you know, um, Latin America, whatever you want to say it, like like. Uh, swagger to him that they do in those leagues um, where he and where he comes from and how you saw in the World Baseball Classic this infectious energy that's really fun Ben Davis mm-hmm. thinks that's bad and he might not be aware that, that it is racially coded but it is it is it is um, he Ben Davis is a fucking idiot and he's got a oh, big yeah. a big fucking square head and it's funny because I've said this before that he will make some takes when he's talking about play on the field and he gets like frustrated when a catcher does something stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you're a career like 146 hitter. Like, yeah, all right. exactly. Like, all right. If Mike Schmidt was was going to get worked up over this, like, you know, Mike Schmidt's a grumpy old man, but Mike Schmidt's in the fucking Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah. He's good. He was good at yeah. baseball when he yeah. was playing it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he he was a Gold Glove, you know, fielder. He was multiple times Silver Slugger, right? MVP. If Mike Schmidt gets grumpy over Alec Bohm doing something stupid in the field he's allowed to because he knows exactly what <laughs> he knows how to do it right. Ben davis you are a failed player like shut the fuck up like why 
Why does why does NBC Sports Philly continue to employ this doofus? I, I don't I, know. I, 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 you'd figure there are there are better. Yeah. Yeah. What's Jimmy Rollins up to? Or Chase Utley or someone. Yeah, well, yeah, Chase Utley is the MLB ambassador to England right now. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, how about like, how about Blake Ryan Udafall? Howard. Ryan Howard. <laughs> um, Ryan right. Howard actually has a restaurant chain now, I think, that Colby's Southern Kiss Chicken or whatever. But uh, dude, like, yeah, like, how about, you want to get a catcher because the catchers are the brains? Yo, where's Carlos Reeds? Where's um, Where's Mike Lieberthal? Get those guys in. Fucking Ben Davis. Fucking he's Davis. he's fucking horrible, and he, he was sucks. not good at base. He's just no. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a culture thing. No, it's not. It's just you being racist. No, it's it's you being racist, and you're too stupid to realize it. He's he's too dumb to understand what his political opinions are, mm-hmm. and and it's and it's a pure just it take no fucking you know thought behind it there's no thoughts in that man's head right yeah um so ben davis official enemy of the podcast please fight me um please fight him yeah fuck you uh all right uh let's ra- let ra- wrap up our, our news uh sure. segment here uh so joel and bean's not going anywhere no he's fine stop uh the NBA trade calculators are broken out. They're like, well, who's he going to demand a trade? He's not going. He's not. He's not. The team, the team knows they got to make him happy and they got to make moves. They they don't want to lose him. They want him on the team the rest of his career. I'm sure he would like that too. Knock it off. Um, and then I guess the last thing would be that Ben Simmons, uh, he got a year of service time for his holdout season. Good for him, man. Yeah. Get in the, get in the bag. So, uh, all right. Yeah, sure. Why not? Right. I think he's going to be in the league in like two or three years. No, I don't. Yeah, I think the man just wants a game. Yeah, I, I really, I, I really don't think he will be. Yeah, I've been saying that. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Go finish your contract out with the Nets, and then go be, go be Sim of the Savage and uh, play called Sim of the Savage. Yeah. All right. So, what was this? Uh, we have a um. A bit of a long form for our second segment here. Um, wanted to talk more about um, get a little more in depth into some things, um, especially in the, in the summer. Doldrums. We, yeah, the doldrums. Um, so uh, one of the first things we came up, we talked about this a little bit before, was the NBA CBA. That's right. So I did some. So I frankly copied a lot of this from a CBS News article, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, I did want to talk about like what so what's happening is that uh the new CBA was uh reached in April. It lasts 6 years, so the next one will be 2029. Uh I didn't know this that players and owners split the income base and basically 50-50 of the NBA. Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. And uh but like you can kind of bring you can kind of bring in more depending on how much teams spend. Hmm. Uh so one of the things to know about the NBA is that they don't have like a hard cap in place. Like the NFL does. They have right. a soft cap, but there are like numerous exemptions you can use to get around that. Like burner uh, rights and mid-level. Exemption. Right. I'm not going into those now because yeah. that's an entire, that's an entire second deep dive. Yeah. But uh, there are teams spending like 70 million over that before the tax. So like teams can go 
well beyond that limit. There are these triggers called aprons, which there's now a okay. second apron. Uh, so the taxpayer mid-level exception can uh, basically kick in, kick in, and it's going to restrict movement during the season. As an example, under the new CBA, the Kyrie Irving trade made by the Mavericks midseason would not have been able to happen. Uh, there's basically a bunch of control, but the, the one I want to talk about that I found very interesting and I, I sort of lead for discussion, we didn't get rid of the forced year of college or professional play. Hmm. And the expectation was that we would, but the players i.e. the people currently and veterans who were in the NBA are really opposed to like high school players entering the draft. Hmm. And I want to talk about that through like, what does that mean for workers? Because, you know, while it doesn't seem fair that a kid should have to like go to college if they're, if they're ready for the NBA. And I don't know that anyone is ever truly ready to play a professional sport. You know what I mean? Right. But is this a win for labor or not? And I think it is because it doesn't, it makes it hard for a team to stash up on young guys barely out of high school and fuck over vets, especially vets who might be like deeper on the bench. What do you think? Okay. Um, so, so I'm, I'm thinking like four, three different thoughts here um, on this. So, so the angle that you're just, you brought up was like the idea. It's almost like a way of enforcing like, like a soft enforcing seniority almost. Yes. Like, protecting your own job at the at the expense of the young talent um it is interesting i didn't think about it that way um i, I you could see that so so would would that be would that be a, a a labor win or would that be sort of like um cuz cuz those that like the idea of like seniority is is controversial within labor right like um, especially when you have like two tier CBAs where you have like, you know, if you've been here for, if you're grandfathered in, you're at this tier and the new CBA sucks for the new guys. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, right. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Um, you could definitely, you could, that could definitely like help slow influx, help, help, you know, some veteran guys get some bench spots. I, I was thinking, my first thought was. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe where what you brought up is the actual reasoning behind it. I was thinking like, is it guys who are older being a little bit like paternalistic in a sense? I think I think that probably is is not off the mark. Like, hey, dude, you need to spend a year in playing high school. If you're if you are and a kid who's 18 coming out of high school who would would otherwise be drafted by the NBA, that year you're spending in college is not the real world either. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cuz you're you're spending a year on a college team, which isn't even really a year. Um and if you're a phenom like that, how much you're not getting the quote normal college experience. No, right? you're not getting that normal experience and the the team's going to make sure you're taken care of and you know, um when I when I went to Penn State, the the whole rumor was that the college players almost I mean the the the, the the football players got classes just for themselves. Like that right. was, I don't know how true that is. I never saw one in any of my classes. 
There's um, there's certainly paper classes and shit like that. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. So like, is it like, yeah, uh, we want like the younger guys. Like, yo, you need to get a year a year in. You can't handle all this money. Like at eighteen, I don't know if not if being nineteen or twenty is going to change that at all. I don't think so. But but I do understand the like we got like vets on sort of these like two year minimum deals feel like yeah. they would get pushed out. And I don't think not without reason. And I think we've seen what happens when you try to build a team out of just young dudes, i.e. the yeah. process sixers. They stink. There's yeah, a there's you're... a there's a non sort of just labor value to having old dudes on your team, which is that like they know what they sort of it's what my bathroom what's what my, my bathroom. Jesus Christ. It's what my dad oh. always says about the NCAA tournament. <laughs> Well, they, that's a Freudian slip. I don't yeah, know what right? kind of slip yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's they know where the bathrooms are. Right. They they can tell the kids, yo, this is how you act. Right? They're mentors. They, right, they can mentors, be mentors exactly, and, team, exactly. and team leaders. And you do need that. And and yeah, you can't have a squad that's nothing but young guns because they're gonna the dynamic is gonna be different and it help they're almost like assistant coaches in a way. Um, right. They facilitate the team. They, you yeah. know, they they know what's happening, and that's yeah. that's in every sport. It's every sport, like right. you know, like the third the 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 third string quarterback might be a young guy, but the second string guy is usually someone who's been around a little bit, right? Um, it, it might be a mentor to the to the to both of them. Um, you see that in, in a lot of times your, your your second catcher will be like a you know older guy. Hey, there's always room in AAA for older catchers mm-hmm. because. To, to mentor the young pitchers so yeah you could see that too um i i think it's interesting i mean so so the nba and the nfl don't have farm teams but college ball uh football is the, is farm, the farm team, team. right but for the nba you know i know they have the g league um right and and there have been some guys like like people paul who've like come fought their way through the g league and that's what the there. nba wants yeah. They want the G like the G League Ignite team to like substitute for a year of college. Like they would you can still get in after doing that. Yeah. And I and I have I don't have a problem with that either. I do I do think that, hey, look, it's more more players, it's more guys being paid, um, which is a good thing. Um and if you can have fun competitive um G League basketball that's that's interesting in places that don't have a basketball team outside of their high school team. Um, right. or or maybe their local college team. But but um yeah, no, that's that's I being being, you know, 35, I do kind of think hey, yeah, you should probably get a year of college in or or, or a year of professional like the yeah. the national the Australian Basketball League has a program for uh very talented like high school guys who don't know that they want to get to college and they pay them. So yeah. you can get like sort of a lower risk, you're still going to get paid and you're going to live in Australia. So you're going to have the, like, oh, I'm away from my family a lot. Yeah. And and that's something, like, <clears throat> when you are that age, and if you, especially, you know, especially if you don't have much guidance, and I'm not saying that NBA players are, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, myself, like, being 18, I didn't have a lot of guidance. I wasn't ready out. for college, yeah. Yeah, I, I was not ready for college. I didn't, I was the first in my direct line family uh to go to college um so there wasn't really like i helped my brother my brother has barely any debt because i was, still, I was like no, i gotta fucking do it this way right 
you, you need to learn how the world works a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worry about young guys getting a ton of money because you do have like you're dumb when you're young. No matter where you're from or what your background is, you're dumb when you're young. Um, I mean, look at John Morant. Like, hey, look, dude, mm-hmm. you like guns. The only problem, Ja, is that you're fucking recording it. Yeah. Like, stop being a dipshit. Don't record it. Like, you don't you don't need to put that out anywhere. If you right. want to be, right. you know, guns are cool, too. I think... Uh, I, if you know what I'm trying to say. Like, like yeah. No. And actually, like, going playing a, a year overseas would be fucking cool. Because you get to see... Um, I've, I've, you get to see the world. I've talked to, um, I know a couple guys who, um, through, through, um, teaching, um, where they were high school basketball, college basketball players, but not like top tier guys. Right. Um, but they played, um, division one basketball. Uh, we're not, you know, anyone who's going to get drafted, but, uh, foreign leagues will come scout them. And I know a guy who worked. Uh, he had worked for the Italian league, and he right. worked. Uh, and and he worked. Uh, he played in the Egyptian basketball league. So he he did a couple of years. He got paid, and he got to live in Italy, and he got to live in Egypt, and like much more worldly guy. And he comes back home, and he like was mentoring guys, and like no, dude, I've seen the world. Like, right. And it's it what was, Steven was, Adams is doing on the on the Grizzlies for uh, John Moran. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I would be in favor of just how the NBA, the players are well compensated and you jump to that level from high school. And I mean, you know, so some of these kids fucking might not even got laid yet. Like, and you're, and now you have how much money? $2 million. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, like Jesus, like you don't know what the fuck to do with it. If you gave me that kind of money when I was eighteen, oh, I, mean, I would I, fucking ruined everything. I, I, I was fucking. I, I had a a little bit of like college fund money that wasn't much. It was like fifteen hundred dollars, right? That, um, an uncle had set up for me, and I cashed it out, and I spent a thousand of that on cocaine. <laughs> So yeah, um, I, I hear you, man. I, yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> so, been there. Yeah, and, and I was that was the most money I had ever had in my bank account ever in my life at that point. You know, right, right. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I it's interesting. Yeah, and they did have the experiment. They did try it out for a couple of years, uh, for a while. Um, I mean, kids Kobe, going straight in. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, Dwight, uh, Dwight Howard. Yeah, yeah. And if the players, and if the players are are, are in favor for it, then. You know, I think that there's probably a reason, and I think you're right. I think it's part of it is making sure older guys have a spot. But you know, hey, it's one year, right? And the other thing is like, and that one year, that jump from being 18 to 19 or 20, is a big jump. That's a big jump. That's absolutely true. Because the world is not high school, right? Uh, Exactly. It it it's it's not, and it's and it's. um, I think I I think school goes on too long. I think we should stop at 16, and then you got to do like a a two-year thing, a trade school or a oh, sure. junior, junior college thing, and then you do you finish off your degree. More well, like, how they do like in your early entry colleges, barred well, college. How, how they do it in the in the UK or in Germany, yeah. but um, because because the we drag out adolescence and we drag out um, and it's like 
high school isn't what it used to be. It's it's very. I don't know. I think it I think it just makes you a kid too long. I, sure. I don't know what I'm saying. I I get it. Yeah, I'd have to flesh that out more. But yeah, that's sure. that's um yeah. It insulates you from the reality of life too much, and obviously you want to be. You don't want people to be forced into real life immediately, but I feel like there's no transition. Yeah. You graduate high school and holy shit, no one prepared me. I am now an adult with all the adult responsibilities. And a year ago, I could do this shit and I wouldn't get in trouble. And now if I I do this shit, I'm fucked. Yeah. Um, No, that's... Absolutely. I, I, I'm to the point where I think you probably need a year of something. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. two. Yeah. Like, two, like, and it, like, it doesn't have to be college. I like what the NBA is trying to do with the G League Ignite, the, like, prospect team, basically. Scoot Henderson, yeah. number three pick in this year's draft, uh, played for that G League team. You know, because it acclimates you to playing. Like, what is the difference between professional ball and college ball? And you're and you're still you're playing and you're around mentor dudes like we said like guys yeah. that like yeah like maybe they had a couple years in the NBA and maybe they washed out but they're still at least playing professional basketball on some level yeah and they're getting and they're getting paid right too. and they're getting paid they're, exactly they're not getting paid a ton but they're getting paid because not, otherwise you, if you go to college you don't really have peers you have guys that are a couple years yeah. older than you maybe yeah but like there's there's you're all still at college like the adults you have quote are your coaches and I don't know yeah. Who may have played ball themselves, but like that was forty years ago. Yeah, and you, your position on campus is you're a big like a demigod. Yeah, 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 and 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 you, yeah, like I said, it's not it's not real adulthood either. Um, But yeah, no, yeah, I think I think if they did like that, the the G League and the G League United team, that those are all. Good, good ideas. Get get the players acclimated. Get them learning what it is to play in a more NBA oriented style right. of team. Um, they probably are treated better because they're professional players. Yes. Like in, in a sense, uh, like a concern for your long term health. Right. They're, you're not um, because you can be useful to the team five, six, seven years down the road as opposed to just three or four. Um, yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, power and union. Uh, yeah. Fuck college ball. Um, although we still like it. Uh, it's still fun to watch. Uh, are you ready for our u- union coverage? I am ready for my union coverage. All right, let's go to Charlie. Live from uh, wherever the God knows where. <laughs> hey, this is Charlie Lightning's good friend, uh, Davey G. Uh, we're just here at 136 Super Bowl, uh, celebrating the first career analyst goal of Chris Donovan, Drexel Zone. And uh, yeah, having a good time celebrating the win. So uh, keep us, have a good day. Wow, that was. What was that? What did this is Charlie? Charlie for uh, good friend Chris Donovan and, and his friend, I think Chris Donovan Drexel's own. He he oh. he plays for the Union. Oh, okay. So this was a, a, a substitute Charlie. I think this is substitute Charlie. Okay. Um, I think it's the person's name was Dave. Actually, David then. I don't know, man. All right. Uh, well, thanks for that. Um. It's fucking cool though that Drexel's own. Yeah. I mean, he went to he went to Conestoga, just Stoga, if you will. <laughs> the Stoga Stogies. All right, um, fighting Stogs. So, uh, 
Wayne had uh, voicemailed us about a fight. What? It, yeah, there was a fight in the stands uh, at the NYCFC game. Oh, and, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, and and Wayne had DM'd us uh, like the video of it, and there's you can't really make out much, but there is a guy who takes his shirt off. Okay, uh, who, sh- who shouldn't take his shirt off? Um, oh, yeah, and <laughs> not that we're shaming. And and I think it's because they were wearing the colors of the team. I nice. I don't know. Anyway, well, let's listen to the voicemail. It'll make more sense. Hey Tom, yeah, wait, Liam, it's Wayne. Uh, calling you the day after uh, the Union facing off NYCFC. I got uh, tickets to the match in the Sons of Bend. End. Uh, ironically, right near uh, right near the away supporters, uh, Union were able to turn it around with uh, two go- with uh, two goals. One goal in the 23rd minute, and another goal in the 80- in the 85th. Uh, NYCFC could only scrounge out some other goal and uh, a bunch of beer cans thrown on a bunch of uh, families and children, courtesy of the third rail. Um, Which is their supporters club. So the Union are now in second place. Unfortunately, there was no Charlie Rochborough sighting yesterday. Uh, So go Union and uh, fuck NYCFC. I hope their supporters fucking ran off the turnpike. (laughs) <laughs> okay all right i like that energy yeah 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 that's exactly what i was gonna say yeah the video um is on t- it's on twitter uh wayne had uh, sent it to me i could i could put it in the show notes um where they're just getting in a they're just being dumb and then i guess they're asked to take their shirts off by mm-hmm. by it looks like union security um and then so there's just a bunch of shirtless fellas dudes yeah just dudes um <laughs> that's but weird. That is the big. That's that is the big rivalry. Um, and honestly, they the Union fan. I mean, the Sons of Ben are very chill, but like, they get into it. They get rowdy. Like, I right. You, I couldn't imagine like walking in in like with a small number of like it looked like maybe like fifty third rail right. people. Like you're gonna fight like four hundred Sons of Ben. <laughs> like that, I don't know what you think is like happen. a poor idea. Yeah, that seems like bad. And plus, like, I know the New Yorkers aren't like a cowardly group, um, but you're in fucking Chester, dude. Um, you're you're all you're you're in, dude. They're they were they they eat tire fires. They breathe the smoke. Right. Um, that's fucking funny. That's funny. Um, and what what like union? Let's see. Did they win? Uh. They beat, yeah, they beat, uh, um, they beat NYCFC two to one. Good. And then now they're in the league's cup. Fucking dweebs. Um, playing cl- Club Tijuana. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, last but not least, uh, we have, uh, uh, a, a, a voicemail from a correspondent who hasn't left one in a while. It's, it's the famous Toilet Factory Union man. Ah, yes. Toilet Factory John, Union. T- John from Pick, Pitts- Pick, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. All right, let's hear it. Hey, how you doing? John from Pittsburgh. Uh, he has uh, been a while. I've been busy at the uh, Pittsburgh Potty Factory. I'm going <laughs> to shift myself right now. I uh, to respond to your prompt, uh, asking what is the hardest thing to root for of your team. 
as a Jets fan, I will have to say Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, I would like to have a message from Pat. He is uh, currently in the back right now, uh, sleeping off a long day of work or whatever the hell he does. Um, uh, he would like to tell Tom and Liam that uh, John from Pittsburgh will happily run your threads account uh, since you two losers are too cool to be there. Um, also, uh, he said, send him a blue sky invite. Uh, hail to Pitt, fuck Pitt State, and uh, have a good day, fellas. Oh well, thank you, John from Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to convene about that. Yes, I'd like that. Um, speaking of which, I did. I just got a message from Patrick uh, about his uh, toilet war. Uh, no, he uh, he's cutting weight right now because he oh, wants sure. to fu- he wants to wrestle in uh, Wildwood. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, his, his 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 body's caloric expenditure allowance is going up. <laughs> like he's allowed to like. His body's burning more calories now that he's cutting weight, which is kind of like contrary to how physics works. Sure. But uh, he's like, why couldn't this happen to me while I was bulking? Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. He's very strong. We lifted weights the other day. I was like deadlifting like 135 just just to make it see if it felt right. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I was doing my uh, my uh, squat warm up. You know, that was like 400 pounds. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> God damn, dude. dude. Oh, dude. Very strong man. Like, knowing he's so gentle, but yet you know he could wreck. That's how you know if someone could wreck your shit when they're chill as shit. Right. Patrick could wreck our shit. Both of us to get. If both of us teamed up on him, he would still kick our ass. Yeah, we would lose. Uh, Pitifully. Badly. It would be be fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, But yeah. Thanks, John, for the rooting scenario of uh, having the root for Aaron Rodgers. I did see that he was doing a press conference today while I was at the gym. Uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, we are still taking uh, voicemails on that. Uh, your worst rooting scenario. Uh, yeah. Definitely uh, call in with that. Tell us what you would do with Aaron Rodgers' penis. Yeah. Um, why did do, why do that buzzsaw noise just start in my head? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Right. I can't help yeah. you with that. Uh, all right, so shouts out to our North Catholic tier patrons, uh, Kyle C., Patrick M., Sean P., Mike S., Amanda B., Stephen D., and we have a new 700-level patron today, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Yep. Uh, plugs. Uh, so 267-371-7218. Give us your name and pronouns. Tell us what you would do with Aaron Rodgers' penis. Tell us what you would do. What a sense. Um, any sort of athlete's penis. Um, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, Plus we, your rooting scenarios. We're, we're weirdly uh, into it. Yeah. Uh, DM us and follow us. I had to hit a T pain. He's at not Liam, and not Liam Anderson, right? Yep, with a zero, with a zero because he's elite. And then at ten k losses pod uh, for the podcast. Yeah, definitely follow that. Um, I guess John from Pittsburgh will be running the or Patrick will be running the Threads account when we figure that out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com says ten thousand losses for all of our bonuses and any ones coming up. It only costs one. Just one. One dollar. One dollar. sell ourselves cheap. We don't really value ourselves that well. We Other podcasts. WTYP. Hell of a way. Hell of a way. Trash Future. Trash Future. Nope, listen, that's it. Listen to my balls. Listen to his balls. Yeah. Balls cast. Balls cast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that'll be 2024. That'll be the pivot. All right. Uh, all right, man. I guess I'll see it. 
Um, yeah, text should, me. Yeah, we gotta figure out when we're hanging out. All right. Sounds good. Uh, all right, man. See ya. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Yeah.